0: We're back with some more college basketball action here for Thursday, February 2nd, got a pretty good slate of games on tap for today, so let's jump right into it. Now we start out with Wright State taking on Youngstown State. Wright State comes into this game as the 177th overall team in the high to power ranking. Youngstown State is the 183rd overall team and you know overall it's a Youngstown State team that has been playing some very solid basketball as of late. You know come into this game with wins in seven of their last eight games including a good win over Detroit in their last game. Wright State hasn't been terrible either. Um, you know got the win over Green Bay in their last game but Youngstown. Youngstown State did get the victory on the road um, the last time these two teams met back in early December. An 11-point victory for Youngstown State in that game. And overall, it's a Youngstown State team that has just continued to look good here as the season has progressed. They've done a really good job shooting the basketball, a 56 effective field goal percentage on the season. And they're also hitting 40%. From beyond the arc, they're the fourth best three-point shooting team in the entire nation right now. Dwayne Cohill is a big reason why, and a big reason why this Youngstown State team, just in general, is able to score so many points, putting up 17.6 points per game. But Wright State hasn't been terrible on the deep or on the offensive side of things either. Um, you know, haven't done nearly as well the job shooting the ball, but still a good shooting team, a 53.1 effective field goal percentage and hitting 33.2% from beyond the arc. Um, but overall, on the defensive side of things. Um, Let's be honest, neither one of these teams is Great, but Youngstown State In my opinion has been ever so slightly Better, especially in the turnover department Youngstown State has actually been A fairly strong team this season Um, You know, forcing turnovers on 19.2% of their opponent's Possessions, edging out Wright State who's only forcing Turnovers on 18.7% Of theirs, Um, but much like how Good Youngstown State has been um, Offensively in general, they've been a good Or done a good job Not turning the ball over on the offensive side Side of things only turning it over on 16.7 percent of their possessions or Wright State turns it over on 18.4 percent of theirs overall I think it's the Wright State team that's going to struggle on the road here against a team that they already struggled against um, earlier in the season at home I think the Youngstown State offense gets it done once again taking them minus seven here against Wright State Next up on the card, we get got UT Martin taking on SIU Edwardsville. UT Martin comes into this one as the 318th overall team in the hot Tibet power ranking. SIU Edwardsville is the 269th overall team for UT Martin. Have had a surprisingly good performance here as of late. I mean, a strong win over Southern Indiana in their last game. And they actually entered this one on a four-game winning streak. Really have put together a good stretch of wins, a good stretch of games over the past few weeks, month or so um, of the season here for UT Martin. And SIU Edwardsville, on the other hand, has struggled a little bit as of late. Coming to this game, following a loss to Moorhead State, um, the complete opposite of UT Martin, have lost their last four straight games. And overall, they haven't been a great team shooting the basketball. Certainly has some struggles on the offensive side of things. Only a 47 effective field goal percentage for them on the year, only hitting 31.6% from beyond the arc. Now, not to say UT Martin is a great, shooting team by any means because they certainly aren't, Um, but they've been the better shooting team in this matchup, a 50.1 effective field goal percentage, hitting 31.7% from beyond the arc. Patrick Parker Stewart leads the way with 16.3 points per game. He's been a strong player for this UT Martin team, and offensively just a team that has been playing some good basketball, but on the defensive side of things they've also been a fairly strong team. SAU Edwardsville also has, though. Both these teams defensively are fairly evenly matched. UT Martin giving up a 48.2 effective field goal percentage on the season. SAU edwardsville allowing 48.3 syu edwardsville giving up a 32.7 percent from three while ut martin giving up 31.4 percent from beyond the arc overall it's just two teams that are fairly evenly matched coming into this game and with ut martin getting six and a half points on the road for a team that has just been playing so so well as of late i just don't quite understand this spread i think siu edwardsville struggles to run away with this one um and, and i think they just struggle once again Taking U T Martin, plus six and a half, here against S. A. U. Edwardsville. Next up on Thursday's card, we got UNC Greensboro taking on Mercer. UNC Greensboro comes into this game as the 135th overall team in the high of the power ranking. Mercer is the 203rd overall team. And, you know, for Mercer, have been playing some very strong basketball here the last few weeks of the season, coming to this game following a win over to the Citadel. And they have won four of their last five games, really have turned things around from where they were earlier in the season but the lone loss in that stretch did come against this UNC Greensboro team. It was the UNC Greensboro team that won at home by 11 points in the first meeting between these two. But UNC Greensboro isn't without their own flaws this season. While they have been very strong in conference play, they do come into this game following a loss to Furman in their last one. And offensively, they certainly are a fine team, but they aren't anywhere, you know, leaps and bounds better than Mercer on the offensive side of things for UNC Greensboro, a 48.2 effective field goal percentage on the season and hitting 32.8 percent from beyond the arc. Mercer right up there with him as far as shooting the basketball goes. A 48.9 effective field goal percentage and Mercer is hitting 33.5% from beyond the arc. Jalen McLeary leads the way with 15.3 points per game. He's been a strong player for this Mercer squad. Um, but I think it was what's helped Mercer as of late is their defense is starting to look up a little bit better. They're still not a great defense and you've seen Greensboro certainly has a slight edge on the defensive side of things. But both these defenses have been fairly strong um, here lately. Greensboro giving up a 47.3 effective field goal percentage on the season. Mercer allowing 49%. Mercer is also giving up 34.7% from beyond the arc UNC Greensboro giving up 31.7, but going on the road here in this matchup, I think it's a UNC Greensboro team. Um, that's going to struggle a little bit in this matchup, you know, with how well Mercer has played obviously outside of the, the last game against Greensboro here in this stretch. I think it's a team that's going to be looking to get some revenge over that first game. And they're just a very, very competitive basketball team. I think it's going to be very hard for UNC, UNC Greensboro to gain any size of a tangible lead in this one. Take Mercer plus three and a half here against UNC Greensboro. Now, quickly, before we get into some of the later games here on Thursday's card, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hottipbets.com. got college basketball, NBA, NHL, NFL, UFC, and horse racing picks being posted up there every single day, so make sure you take a look at all of those. Also, follow the Hot Tip it's main account at Hot Tip on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there, as well as my personal accounts at Hot Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I am putting out, and also on Bedstamp, follow me so you can get early access to all of the picks and get a notification every single time that i place a bet and last but not least for watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for today's card and let's get into these final two games we head to the West Coast Conference as Loyola Marymount takes on BYU. Loyola Marymount comes into this game's the 137th overall team in the Hot Power Ranking. BYU is the 65th overall team. Loyola Marymount obviously got that huge win over Gonzaga a few weeks ago and have really just been a hot team as of late winning their last four games coming to this game following the win over Pepperdine got the win over this BYU team a few weeks ago it's a Loyola Marymount team that hasn't been this high in in who knows how long Um, and as far as BYU goes have have fallen and struggled a little bit obviously losing to this team um, a few weeks ago but coming to this game on three straight losses they you know almost snuck by St. Mary's end up losing that game by one point and offensively BYU has certainly had some struggles this season haven't been the best shooting team obviously have been dealing with all sorts of injuries um, up and down this lineup um, but overall they aren't the worst shooting team even with all those injuries factored in a 50.5 effective field goal percentage 31.9 percent from beyond the arc Rudy Williams has been a strong player for this BYU squad 12.3 points per game for him um, but it's a BYU team that could certainly use some more stability in this roster and it's not really going to happen now. And it may not happen as the season goes on, Um, but they go up against the Loyola Marymount team here. That has been very strong on the offensive side of things. Loyola Marymount, a 54 effective field goal percentage and hitting 36.6% from beyond the arc. But the reason I like BYU in this matchup, despite them trending in the losing direction, Loyola Marymount trending in the winning direction, is how well they've been on the defensive side of the ball, even despite some offensive struggles, even despite some injuries, they've still continued to remain one of the best defenses in the West Coast Conference this year. BYU, 27th in defensive efficiency coming into this game, and their shot defense has been fairly strong, holding their opponents to a 48.6 effective field goal percentage, Loyola amount giving up 49.1, also holding their opponents to 30.4% from bound. They are Loyola Marriott giving up 34%. So it's a BYU team that defensively continues to look strong, and come Coming off of a few losses, including a loss a few weeks to go to this LMU team. I think it's a BYU team that's looking to bounce back and does it in good fashion here. Taking them minus three here against level Marymount. And finally, we close the show off in the Pac-12 as Oregon takes on Arizona. Oregon comes into this game as the 44th overall team in the Hot Tip of Power King. Arizona is the ninth overall team. And I can read your comments already telling me to stop <laughs> fading Oregon because quite honestly, I've faded them God knows how many times this season, Um, and I don't know if they've ever lost once. I, I think they continue to cover spreads. They continue to win games, but I refuse to believe this Oregon team is good. I get it. They come off the win against Utah, a game where they looked absolutely great. They got the win over this Arizona team in the first meeting, but it's not a bad Arizona team, and it's an Oregon team that I just don't super love. Obviously, you know, that's been been shown many times this season, but it's an Arizona team that also comes into this game following a win over Washington and offensively, it's really hard to say that this Arizona team isn't one of the best in the entire country. I mean, the stats back it up. They've done a great job shooting the basketball, a 55.6 effective field goal percentage, hitting 35.8% from beyond the arc. Tabella's continues to ball out and look great this season, averaging 20 points per game. Offensively, hard to match the production that Arizona has had this season. Um, but Oregon, not the the worst shooting team in the world, a 51.3 effective field goal percentage overall, Um, but they've continued to struggle from the perimeter. They make up for it in other areas, sure, but only hitting 30.6% from beyond the arc. Defensively, Arizona also has a slight advantage coming into this game, only giving up a 46.3 effective field goal percentage on the year, while Oregon's allowing 47.2. Arizona's also held their opponents to 31.5% from beyond the arc, Oregon giving up 33.2% from beyond the arc, and also say this right here right now if Oregon covers this spread once again don't listen to any of my advice on this team the rest of the season because at that point I have to stop fading this team because it's just losing me money but it's an Oregon team that I absolutely refuse to believe is as good as they have performed on the court. Um, and I think going up against the best team in the conference here against Arizona, we could see that on full display. I think Arizona, especially with the loss in Eugene earlier in the year, is going to be looking to, to rebound after that one, um, continue the success that they've overall had in the Pac-12 here. Um, and I think they do it in outstanding fashion here. Taking Arizona minus the eight and a half here against Oregon.